0: Welcome, everybody, to the Sports Palooza NCAA Football Live Show. Hanging out with Eric the Hunt. Eric the Hunt is hanging out again with us after, what, three years now we've been doing this together, my brother. Eric, man, how you doing?
1: Oh, Rainmaker, it is so good to be back, man. College football is fixing to get in full swing, and I am pumped. <laughs>
0: I know, man. I can't even stand it, man. I can't even stand the fact that we're back and you and I are back doing this again. What, three years now? We've been tearing this up and it's another fourth season for you and I. Of course, you and I, Eric, you and I have been doing this for, since, what, 1992, I believe you and I have been doing these NCAA football back and forth stuff a couple of years now for you and me, man. Just a couple. Yeah, man, we got a lot of years behind
1: (laughs) us with this stuff, man, and, you know, I'm I'm just excited this year as I was the first year we started doing this, man. This is going to be a great year. I know, man. I can't wait for college. Yeah, it was.
0: Yeah, man, and uh, I certainly want to discuss some of the games that we already saw, Eric. I mean, <laughs> so what was Colorado State thinking when they didn't think Hawaii was going to be prepared? I personally was like, I, I think Hawaii might be in trouble losing Drew Bowne in a lot of their offense, and my goodness, man, somebody said, yeah, you can take it, Drew Bowne because he's gone, and I'm a better quarterback than he might be. Wow, man, what a performance from the Hawaii quarterback, eh? Oh, I
1: agree. I mean, hey, 43 points on the board on the road,
0: first win, <laughs> You know, in a
1: mountain time zone, and I don't know how long. And if it wasn't for those 27 points that Colorado State put up in the second half there, I mean, they had seven points going into halftime, man.
0: Uh, I mean, Hawaii just put it on. I mean, they
1: covered by 26 points. Uh, Enough said. I I couldn't believe it.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, what a gracious line that was. And, uh, of course, Eric, man, watching Rice struggle with Prairie A&M was certainly a little bit of a surprise there. Man, I wow. uh, what happened there, man. And is Rice in that much trouble? or I, I, <laughs> Of course, UMass putting up 63 versus Duquesne. Okay. And, uh, man, Wyoming, New Mexico State. Uh, wow. New Mexico yeah. State, really, man, that offense might be in a little bit of trouble. We know they're both two defensive squads, certainly going to rely on their defense this year. But, man, wow. I mean, New Mexico State just looked like they were just confused all
1: day. Yeah. I mean, look, we knew coming into that game – that that defense was going to be just fine over there for the Aggies. And, and really yep. they were. I mean, they gave up nine in the first, six in the second, seven in the third, seven in the fourth. But, I mean, to put up goose eggs in the first three quarters and barely score at the end of that game at Bad. home after, a you know, their bowl march last year. It was pretty disappointing. Yeah. I'd have to say Colorado State and New Mexico State offenses have a lot of work cut out for them. Would yeah. that be said, look, Colorado what, State did look improved in the second half of that football game? They
0: they really did. They did. Yeah, they did. I mean, they're home. They they better do something in front of their fans, especially with the whole yeah. Mike Bobo thing. Everybody, you know, even still up in the booth. And, you know, uh, I mean, of course, I'll send out another shout-out to him. Man, I hope he makes it back onto the field the next couple of games here before they leave for Florida. And, uh but, yeah, man, uh, wow. So, Colorado State's going to have to prepare for Colorado this weekend, man. Um, oh, boy. <laughs> well, you think Hawaii was tough, man. Hi, Buffaloes. This just gets man. And we know that we don't even need to start with the rivalry. This, these two have men. Uh, hello, rivalry.
1: Yeah, I mean, this has been going a long time. You know, they're going to be playing in the Donkey Stadium. Uh, this is, I mean, it's going to be – a lot of gold, a lot of green, a lot of black, and a lot of hatred between these two teams, man. And, well, I'll tell you what, Colorado's had their way the last few years, and well, I don't think they're actually really scared of Colorado State after seeing that offensive performance. Uh, Colorado State yeah. have
0: their hands full here, Rainmaker. Yeah, man, the line setters kind of came out and said so, too. Uh, Eight-point favorites at uh, Colorado, two man. Days. That's 65-and-a-half on that total. Hello. Uh I mean, I guess if we can see seventy yeah. something with those two eighty, whatever that, yeah. Why wouldn't we be seeing somewhere in the seventies here too, Eric? Uh, I mean, what? we're you know we're gonna get into that game I guess a little bit later, but I mean while we're here, hello. Uh, what what's gonna happen when Colorado State's defense gets back on that field, man? Because you, you let Hawaii carry you and Pat. they tore them into pieces, man, into little shreds. So uh, wow, <laughs> they have to regroup, and it's not just some team; it's the rival game. Oh my, oh my.
1: Oh, I, you know, I agree, and, and I looked at that total, and I thought about how stagnant Colorado State looked in the first half of that game, and I mean, Seven it's Hawaii's points. defense we're talking about, here. okay? And I, look, the yeah. Bucs got six guys back on defense over there. The Buffaloes do, and and let's be honest here, um, the Buffaloes <laughs> lost, lost a lot on the offensive side of the football, man. The leading rusher is gone. They're going to get Mm Montana back, but he is injury-prone as it gets. We know this. We know He's got a lot of heart, and it's cost him some games. It really has. And they're losing their top three receivers. I mean, I'm looking at that total, and I'm thinking, hmm, I don't necessarily know, but then looking at the way (laughs) Monroe Speaks' defense was completely absent, Oh that's a tough call right there, man. What do you think, oh, Raymaker? I mean this is a WT game for this rivalry yeah. game in Denver. Really
0: is. Yes. I can't leave that total alone. Even if I take the first half total, what's it's, what's it, it's going to be thirty. It could be twenty-eight, twenty-four that time. We're looking at fifty, Eric. <laughs> what, what do you really? I mean, I get that Colorado State started slow, but came out and scored, and then they just said, Ah, uh, ah, uh, ah, uh, ah, uh, So, <laughs> man, I obviously kind of hoping they can they can recreate that scoring cause last year we know they didn't do a damn thing with their first drive of the year. Remember we saw that stat? They went like oh nine and three with their first drive of the year, and of course they come out last year or, or opening weekend they scored, and then they didn't do a damn thing again. So that. <laughs> What happened there? Yeah, that was that was strange to see, man. Uh, we know Colorado State might, might struggle here again, man. Uh, but it's the rivalry, Eric. Uh, you're getting eight points in a rivalry game. Uh, is it something that you think is even playable? That first half total for me, I think is going to be playable, Eric. Uh, you okay? I'm into that. I'm all, well, I jump in it.
1: Uh, yeah, <laughs> I I
0: agree with you.
1: I just the way that
0: Carter Samuels
1: turned the game around for his team in that second half. I mean, 537 so yards, out. five touchdowns in a pick, and they lost. <laughs> and, you know, hey, Mr. Williams over there, Mr. 6'6", six, six, I pretty much do everything. I mean, okay, 6'5", sorry. We we call them deep Pole. I love doing Georgia. I mean, the transfer from Tennessee that comes over, we know Tennessee, always with their tall receivers, 6'5", Nine catches, 188 yards, 20 yards of catch, two touchdowns. you got to think there's going to be some points built up over there. I cannot stand that Colorado State <laughs> defense. I don't see it, even though the Buffaloes lost all that talent, how that's not going to be done. I agree. It, yeah, obviously, Vegas agrees. It started at 61. It's at 65 yeah. and a half now. It's time enough, up, yeah. and I see why. I, I, I can see some points, but it is a rivalry game. Yeah. Anything <laughs> can happen here. Betters be wet.
0: Yeah, speaking of rivalry games, man, it's amazing to see a couple of uh, conference games already getting underway. Uh, Northwestern and Purdue. And- Man, that line has gone back and forth all day and all day. The last two, three days, man, because look, Purdue was favored by a point and a half. Northwestern was favored by a point I saw looked another site and then Purdue favored again by a point. It was to pick them for a minute like this. Oh, my God, man. I think the public is just all sorts of confused what to do here. I mean, you know, the conference game right off the bat, man. I mean, throw you into the fire right away. I mean, that's not, man, not, not many teams have to deal with this situation, man. And I, we know Northwestern's deep. You know, Eric, the best unit for me out of all four of these units, is that Northwestern defense for me, man. Uh, Patty. Hi, Patty. Hi. You're a stud. Uh, man, uh, I, that, for me, that might mean me enough to take Northwestern money line at plus 105 there if they're going to keep inflating that uh, Purdue line at one or two. Uh, man, I hope it goes up to two and a half. So I could get that Northwestern at plus 115 money line. I like Northwestern to win that football game, Eric, uh, I, just because, like I said, I think the best unit on that field is their defense, man. What are you think of the Wildcat yeah, I I couldn't agree with you more. I mean,
1: you know I've agonized About this game with you uh, all week We've sat and agonized yep. I've been telling you oh, I can't believe Purdue's favorite by three And then it went to two And now it's at one and a half and, You know I love all Jackson over. Anthrop I love him and I love Purdue's yeah. little wide receiver over there dude. He's not just a wide receiver man He's a guy that's going to take You know reverses They They do those little shovel passes to him He's such a playmaker He's so fun to watch Purdue does support the better quarterbacks here. We don't. Here's the big question Is Thorson going to play? Now, look, he's, yeah. he's listed as probable on most charts. I mean, he flew out his ACL in the ball win against Kentucky. I mean, he's going to be backed up by Walk on TJ Green. It's going to be his first career start. That scares oh, me. For those just, reasons alone, right there, just right there alone, I just really have a hard time pushing someone in one direction or the other, in this, in this case, I just really do. But uh, something in my gut tells me that Thorson's going to play. I don't know why. But that Northwestern defense is so good, which is amazing. But uh, <laughs> for that reason, I'm staying off of this game for all the listeners. But I couldn't agree with you more. If Thorson plays all four quarters, they definitely have oh. a better defense.
0: But, hey, yeah, look. It's what it is.
1: It's what it is. It's what it is. It's what it is. They're gonna, you know, fifty-one points could be a lot there. If who doesn't play with that, with that Northwestern defense on the field, I just yep. think defense wins games. I couldn't. I, I'm not going to argue with you here. They're yeah. ten and two in season openers under Fitzgerald. He's a hell of a coach. You know that. We love Pat Fitzgerald. Dude. I mean, that be on the sidelines over there. I like to makes him Purdue, but man, I'm stepping away from yeah. this game here. I, right. I I I debated all week and I couldn't come up with an answer. So there you have it. I'm I just stepping aside and say I don't know what the hell I'm talking about in this game. I just am going to be watching this football game, and I'd love to see Anthrop at least uh, score a touchdown for me. I love that kid. Yeah. He's like 5'8 yeah, man. He's like five, eight,
0: man. He is five seven. I know, <laughs> man. He's a tiny little thing, man. Ah, uh, yeah, he can fly around though. But uh, yeah, we're about, we, oh. we were talking about we're talking about defense in that game, Eric. Let's talk about a game where we might not see as much. <laughs> now, uh, okay. So, uh, Eric, man, you and I did plenty of shows last year, and 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 we we kind of we kind of gave up on really using the word defense and and the University of Connecticut in the same sense as best as we could throughout the year because I mean. Oh. Um, I mean, there's there's just no words yeah. To really come up with What Connecticut's defense was all about last year Because there really Isn't much to talk about Um, So now <laughs> Hi Central Florida uh, UCF Eric Really Is this what this UConn team needs Because not yet They're in the rebuilding phase I, I get they're going to Kind of start over here or At least Uh you don't have to worry about sheriffs anymore, but uh, man, can he come in there and do something? That that that's going to be a little bit of a challenge. I think I think the new quarterback's going to be able to find. To Fine, man, this twenty three, a little inflated, Eric. I twenty three is kind of a pretty strong line, but that seventy five on that total is just like hello. I guess Vegas is convinced UConn's defense is just wait where it's going to stay. <laughs> what do you think, man? Oh man, I'm telling
1: you, look, if you want to talk about <laughs>
0: stinking it
1: up? Connecticut's defense. <laughs> Was two games oh away. God. And luckily, luckily, that secondary got to face Boston College in <laughs> the last two games. He just wants to run the football. All day. Or they yeah. would have been the worst team in FBS history at stopping the past, And now McKenzie Milton is coming to town. I mean, are you kidding me? This kid is amazing. And what yeah. was amazing more anything about Central Florida is how they throw so many athletes that can make so many big plays. I think Connecticut, I agree with you. I actually think Pendell. He 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 seems faster. He seems like he's starting to get a little more. I. I don't
0: know. He's a senior, man. I mean, he's him. a senior. He should, he should be getting something figured out over there. I mean, he's been watching things happen a little bit, and I mean, you know, man, uh, this is your opportunity, and it's obviously his last opportunity to make an impression over there because uh, well, yeah, and, you yeah, know, that's you know, about it for him, man. I agree. <laughs> you
1: know. Having your top rusher back in Kevin Minsa plus a nice Redford freshman edition, Xavier Scott, who actually is listed as the starter in this week. I mean, you also have senior Herge Malaya in the receiving core over there. I think Connecticut can put up some points. They're at home. I don't see Central Florida having any problem moving the football on that. Yeah. Completely that 3-3-5 debacle over there. I yeah. love that over. And you know what? I, I know you've been him and Han about uh, Connecticut to cover that. I couldn't agree more. The only thing that scares me is the defense. I personally am going to buy that up to 24 and a half. 24 and a half, yeah. 23 and a half on some lines. I'm going to buy it up to 24 and a half and put it in a two gamer because, you know, I'm the king of the two gamers. And I'm going to be happy with that. I mean, some 888sports.com has it at plus 24, so you're only going to have to buy half a point depending where you go. Westgate, Las Vegas, 23 and a half. That's what I'm saying. I mean, I'll just put it at twenty-four and a half. You know, yeah, you know that cusp right there. I think it's great. Uh, no, but I couldn't agree with you more. I think there's going to be a lot of points, and I think I do think that Connecticut can cover this football game. I, I, I'm to yeah, up for insurance because there's a game I will we'll talk about later on the line. that I'm going to show you. I'm going to throw in.
0: The... Yeah, you know, when you see that Connecticut lost most of their defensive players from last year, the only thing I think to myself is good. <laughs> so, okay. <laughs> you, know, you, know, you, know what, you know what makes you think of. One's made of skin, one's made of
1: one, so. Who's the dummy?
0: Not me. <laughs> Not me, man. <laughs> Not me. I love it. <laughs> All right, man. Let's move on a little bit here. Right, well, so, okay. Now, so, man, is New Mexico taking going to recover? Because Vegas says no, uh, twenty-one points, and I guess it's down to twenty. It's fluctuating all over the place. Another forty-six. So New Mexico State can't uh, move the ball. We know this, and their defense is going to be fine. But Minnesota can't move the ball either, and that's why this total is forty-six, man. God, it's, uh,
1: you know, yeah. it's inviting,
0: but it's so not inviting. I, I, it's just pissed. I, wow, I was watching how abysmal mm-hmm. New Mexico State was last weekend. It's just like, oh god, I can't invest in that right now. I mean, you can't invest in that. <laughs> Yeah, I,
1: I couldn't agree. You know, look, as bad as the Mexico State's offense was last week, their defense was as advertised. And really, that cool. was the core of their team on their way to their bowl game. I, I understand the quarterback, uh, you know, wide receiver connection was so special last year, but really the defense was the heart of that team. They're all bad. Uh,
0: yeah. They
1: proved it again. Look, they were on the field all day long against Wyoming, man. And they still yep. held Wyoming – they they really did. I mean, you want to talk about a beaten down unit. I mean, I don't know how many times they were on that field, but I guarantee you look back in that game, that offense was three and out plenty of times. Wyoming yep. had shut them down. And, you know, it's kind of weird, man. We got P.J. Fleck. I mean, it's his second time, second season now, after faltering in the Big Ten play. You know, he's going to yep. be leaning on a lot of young guys as this program, program's looking to rebuild here especially some on offense, man. And I'm wondering if they – I understand it's New Mexico State, and this is the Big Ten, man, but, dude, to have a quarterback who zero passing attempts at the collegiate level?
0: Uh, against I, New Mexico State uh, defense.
1: Uh, they do – you know, it's going to be run the ball to Rodney Smith all day. We know this. Yeah. I mean yeah. – oh, yeah. He's two years removed from a 16-touchdown campaign. He enters right this out. year, man, needing about 200 yards to become the seventh player in program history to reach 3,000. It's going to be run the football, run the football, run the football, run the football. Oh,
0: uh, yeah. it,
1: it, boy, but I'll tell you what, 46 is scary there. I, It's just scary there. But I can't see yep. that Minnesota's defense is going to give up a lot of points. Um. Boy, this is a real tough one to take. It really is. But believe it or not, if you're going to push me to the, to the edge on this, personally, I'm staying away from this. I'm, right. I'm going to vote for the under here. I think New Mexico State mm-hmm. is going to be okay
0: against okay.
1: a very green quarterback. True. Yeah. And especially with that secondary that's so talented, I can see some mistakes when the pressure's on in the red zone for Minnesota here to take away points off that board for that total, I'm going to suggest the under, but personally I'm going to stay
0: away from this again. But if you put my feet to the fire, I'm going to say the under. What say you? Ah, man, ah, I think I'm going to move on there because I'm not really going to play that game. I just, after seeing what New Mexico State did, I really just don't even know what to take yet because I, you know, man, they yeah. have to invest me before I can really just kind of throw something at them, and I just don't know what I'm going to get other than that that, that they might struggle offensively on the road against a Big Ten defense. Which, <laughs> And, uh, man, yeah. and New Mexico State's defense is pretty damn solid. Ah, you're under lean, man. It's a good lean. Uh, you know, whether we recommend it as a player or not, it's a lean. We'll leave it there, I guess, man. I mean, it's certainly something that we could yeah. certainly understand happening. I-, I could get it, man. At 46, I mean, it could certainly be 1916. <laughs> so, yeah, I get it, man. Let's move to Tulane. Uh, man, what, what? So, mm. everyone's all over Wake Forest this year, man. And all that offense back and all that, man. All right, well, can't go ahead and suspend it, man. So, Sam Hartman. All right, so, Sam Hartman, man. I had 10,000 yards in high school and, what, 98 touchdowns throwing the ball around. So... What is Tulane uh, Wake Forest really losing? I, uh, yowza, man, uh, he's gonna be just fine. So, man, I again, it's like we know Tulane's gonna have a bunch of offense back. We know Mr. Banks is back. Everyone around him, everyone around him is back, dude. Okay, a couple of linemen are gone. Who cares, dude? why How would he? Point fifty-five, Eric. <laughs> the Tulane Wake Forest total is fifty-five. Kids, I jump. I, 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 man, game in the 30s all day to me, Eric. Tell me it won't be 60 points here, and I'll tell you why you're crazy. <laughs> what do you got? No, I, yeah, <laughs> I couldn't
1: agree with you more. Look,
0: I mean, Lou, seriously, this, this
1: is just kind of how I looked at this, okay? Yeah. And it, it, it's, losing John Wolford was everything. I mean, the 3,200 oh, yeah. yards, the 29 and six picks, he was a heady uh, player. But not huge only lock. that, he almost rushed for 700 yards. That's almost 4,000 yards Oh, uh, That's offense. a huge loss. Oh, yeah. But man, these guys really like this freshman Sam Hartman. I'm telling you, he, he like you said, he's matched up with the coach that he had in high school. Senior receiver yep. Alex Parkman was high on him, saying, "Man, he has come in here playing above his age. I can't believe it. I yep. think Wake Forest is going to. We know that offensive line is wicked. I just think Wake Forest is going to find a way to move the ball." And, look, you're going to get that triple. You know, it's the old Illinois state, I believe, isn't it? I mean, that's what's basically over there for Tulane. They're going to run the ball, run the ball, run the ball. They lost 60% of the rushing attack. That ranked 20th in the nation. But we know in system offenses like this, it's not going to stop. I mean, there's 12 other guys that got tons of carries. And the older guys have done it before. They know what the expectation is. I think they're going to be sharp. I think they're at home. I think senior quarterback Jonathan Banks, he threw for 1,800 yards. He finished the second on the team with 592 on the all over the ground. I like Tulane to be able to score. I'm not yeah. going to say one way or the other whether they're going to – you know, that line's still under a touchdown there. I, I almost thought about buying that up to 7.5. I'm not going to touch it because of all the hype on Harmon. I'm with you. I like the over 55. I think it might be the play before Saturday of the week instead of weekend. I'm jumping in it. That's going to be my big, biggest bet <laughs> of the week, man. Wait for us <sighs> to lane over. Nice. Into lane.
0: Cory call. And, uh, Corey Dolphine Duff, coming over from Texas State. You ain't to hurt either, man. That dude can absolutely scoot around. So yeah, man, yeah. I mean that's going to be interesting to see what Tulane's offense all about, man. Especially when, like you said, high uh, senior quarterback. I have my last impression to make while I'm here, and I think he's going to make it. Man, especially at home, in the home opener against a pretty, I mean, high ACC school coming to town, Eric. Uh, this isn't like uh, you know some MAC team or, or, or even even wow, even an ACC, an ACC squad coming to town. Okay. I think they're going to yeah, be motivated as hell. We're going to see a lot of runs. We're going to see a lot of tote in the football
1: between the tackles. We're also going to see a lot of that triple option attack. You know, the yeah. reason Tulane was 20th in the country last year is because they did have, you know, that. oh, I'm sorry, Southern Illinois. I mean, I believe, was it Illinois State or Southern Illinois? I think it was Southern Illinois. Uh, the coach came over there a while ago. But, I, I mean, I'm telling you, The triple option is tough for anybody to defend. I understand they've had all summer to do it. They're at home. They were 20th in the country last year. I expect those numbers to drop a bit. I really do. But we know they struggle on defense. They're horrible on defense. Um, You know, they they think they have a better understanding of the 3-4, but we'll see about that with that offensive line in Wake Forest over there. Oh, my goodness. I just don't think so. I'm with
0: you, Randy. Let's move on. Yeah. Hey, man, did you, you see the Tulane as UAB on September fifteenth? <laughs> oh, baby. Mm. Anyway, man. Speaking of speaking of UAB, man. So, all right. Anyone loaded much? Uh, yes. Loaded much, dude. Now you know, Eric. You were a big-time witness to what we talked about last year with UAB. You were like, I don't know why you're all over UABs, but uh, man, what a great call! They were all over our throwdowns last year, man, and you know why. Uh, yeah. Okay. Now Everyone's back, Eric. Everyone's back. And obviously, Savannah State, they're in their eighth straight year in that MEAC, man, but they're done. That's it. They're going back to Division II after this year. And obviously, you know, and then I actually i uh, saw that uh, Savannah Morning News uh, article that they had, and, uh, of course, Eric Rayburn, coach, talked about how their defense is going to be pretty damn good. We're not going out without a fight and all that. <laughs> well, I mean, it's still Savannah State, you went 3-8 last year, and you have a lot to work on, sir. But, uh, man, uh, UAB. Is going to be no cupcake for them either, man, because they're loaded. Absolutely loaded. Yeah, I, I mean, you hit
1: the nail on the head. Nine offensive starters back, seven on the defensive <laughs> side of the ball. And, I mean, let's just be honest last year, okay? Some of their games were they were really hard to call other than the fact that UAB just kept covering football games. I mean, one, two, three, four, if five times last year his dogs, they outright won, I believe. Yeah. I, I, I mean, they, they were solid. I don't know about Savannah State. I told you about that. It's a tough call one way or the other. I mean, since the move up to the FBA status in 97, the Blazers, man, and we know they're back, are 12-1 and against FCS teams. I mean, yep. they're averaging 35 points a game here. Yeah, I think you and we have a solid shot at getting to the CUSA title game in just a second beer back, man. I'm with you. I'm riding yep. the wave, the blazer wave.
0: Yeah. That total is 54, by the way. <laughs> yeah, it's really interesting. Uh, uh, scroll, uh, uh, I, yeah, I think two ABs can score all 54 of those points. I'm sorry. Yeah, it. I'm just – yeah, I, at least, I, I, at least well, 40. I, I, so, man, I get that Savannah State is going to be okay defensively over the course of the year in that conference and all that, but, man, not against UAB. Uh, they're, they're just going to fly around, them, I, I think. Uh, we'll see what happens. Um, man, any other games in that? Uh, I know there's a couple of games on that day that, like, really the lines aren't really all coming available yet? I mean, we're still kind of waiting for a couple of these lines, there. But you and I talked about Louisiana Monroe a bunch last year. We know they have Southeastern Louisiana. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'll try to sit that yeah. without laughing. They have they have Southeastern Louisiana at home this weekend, uh, uh, or on Thursday, and what the heck, man? Louisiana Monroe is going to score 100 points a game this year. 100 points a game? <laughs>
1: uh, you know, it, not only that, the defense is just so hapless. I mean, they man. really are that hapless. I don't so think bad. the Southeastern Louisiana Lions really understand what kind of running game is going to become to them at Malone Stadium there. I mean oh, One yeah. thing Monroe Warhawks can do Is run the football And they are yeah. We said all year And listeners that are out there right now Take a listen If you don't have a defensive line And you got some green linebackers Or one or the other You're in trouble Because the Warhawks are going to be running the ball down your throat Check into it yeah. Southeastern Louisiana Lions Might be in some
0: big trouble hey. <laughs> Tell you what, man, of course, uh, a couple other games that we're really not going to talk about. Uh, you know, uh, U- we've stayed in Utah. I mean, Utah should basically be just fine. Uh, yeah. Smooth to Friday, man, because uh, Syracuse and Western Michigan, uh, now, hello, you know I've been a Syracuse fan yeah. for, oh, boy, 40 years, okay. Man, I, uh, man, we all have to worry about what Eric's going to be able to do, because if Eric is going to be healthy, I think Syracuse should be just fine, They're favorite here in this game, and... But we know Western Michigan, Eric, and they're not going to just lay down at home especially, Eric. Not going to happen.
1: No, they had like 21 season-ending injuries last year. They were a Man. better team than 6-6. Six and six. But, I mean, look, 21 season injuries, including Josh Washtenik's, broke the collarbone. That ended his campaign yep. after eight games. We know for yeah. a fact they lost to uh, army on Franklin. So he well. didn't
0: get hurt. Yeah, yeah, he was
1: doing really well. I mean, he wasn't putting Dude, he was leading the whole country in year year
0: completion percentage, He was leading the country in... Well, passing. Like, okay, yeah.
1: Of course. And I mean, a lot of that has to do with Cain in the ball to Mr. Jarvion Franklin. He has school's all-time leading rusher, and he's gone now. But Jamari Colvin has been with there the whole time. I mean, he's eighth with 2,563. He's in fourth in touchdowns with 27. He should be just fine there... I really like the fact also that Syracuse, for the first time in forever, get all five offensive linemen back. Only about three prominent quarterbacks in the country who's done more than Eric Dungie, believe it or not, in all-purpose yardage. He's back again. And hey, man, listen. He's going to miss Steve Ishmael and Irvin Phillips, man. They oh, yeah. had two, oh, yeah. almost 200 catches for over 2,200 yards. And Dungy right. also has been known to be fragile, but man, this is this is week one. I just think Syracuse is going to look to run the ball more than we've seen in a long time with that you know, that big offensive line. I I'm not convinced yet, but there is a little wild card here that I like to mention. You have somebody over there, and and this is what's kind of neat, and this is why you look into games, and this is what you do. But what's kind of interesting about all this is. The Broncos quarterback, and we know the secondary for the Broncos historically in the past have created turnovers. To us, turnovers usually generate into points. We like—I know they can be uh, under or over killer, but generally, they—they they, uh, relate into points. Jawan Dallas is a graduate from Syracuse who played 24 games, two full seasons for the Orange. He's going to be sitting on the other side of that field, nevertheless. I don't know why, but I'm just saying, my goodness, dude. Give me the cues at five and a half, and I'm taking the over. Wow,
0: I'm sold on the wow. man. Wow, man. Yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of back and forth between these two in the coaching ranks and all that. My God, man, I think there's sixteen. They've actually either been in Syracuse and Midwest Michigan, Western Michigan, or playing Syracuse. Former this, former that. Like, yeah, a bunch of guys who are back and forth over there. So these two certainly know each other, not so much. You know, Western Michigan and Syracuse never met, man. But uh, make no mistake that all these coaches know each other so damn well. That's a that, that, that's a good thing, man. I, I think these two, like you're talking about, this game could be in the 30s pretty easily if, if Eric's going to look healthy, and Western Michigan's going to be able to move the ball with a with the quarterback that they should have had to finish the year if he's back. Oh God, man, yeah, 65. Here we go with uh, Syracuse totals again, Eric. Here we go again. <laughs> yeah. Well, they oh, gave up 64, 56,
1: and 42 to finish the season last oh, man. year. Let me say that this again. After. 64, yeah. 56, and 42. Now, all yeah. year, we were talking about Syracuse Overs, and for about six <laughs> games in the mid-stretch, they screwed us on the Overs because Vegas had them up so high. Then Vegas drops the Overs down, but not enough for us to jump on them, and they get up 64, 56, and 42. I mean, you're a Syracuse boy. that You are a little orange. I know you're not playing this game because of that reason, but man, oh, yeah. I just think that the is like mounted up. I think the Broncos at home are going to be better than they think. I think I do think Bogan is a solid running back. He's played in bowl games. He's a hell of a kid. Mm-hmm. I, I I I like this man. I I do. I think he could go over sixty-five and a half. I really do. But I think go the ahead. key stat is this: Dungey's healthy. Okay. And here's one thing I want to say: He averages just under. 300 total yards per game for his career. Fourth in ACC history behind NFL quarterbacks Lamar Jackson, Deshaun Watson, and Jameis Winston. And they expect the Qs to be a running team. So I think his leadership has really helped in the offseason, really helped through camps. I think they're going to be able to replace those two amazing wide receivers because you know I love Dervin Phillips and Ishmael. They were my one of my two favorite receivers last year. They were amazing to watch. I think they're gonna yeah. find a way to put up points through the air and especially through the ground with that offensive line. Give me the over. Yeah.
0: I like a lot of points.
1: And if you're gonna give me Syracuse by a touchdown, I'll take it.
0: Yeah, you know, our whole offensive line's back too, man. And even with Aaron Roberts coming back, you talk about a senior who's three ten and uh, a big man. So yeah, our offensive yeah. line's gonna be Pretty tough to move around, man, for sure. But, uh, yeah, you know, there's I don't a think
1: couple the defense. Infl- Good. Yeah, I don't
0: think the defense for
1: Western Michigan's be rolling that boat, dude.
0: Yeah, a 65 is going to crash, Eric. Uh, I, I believe that total coming in again. <laughs> anyway, man, those two inflated lines we're looking at here, man, we talked about them off the air a little bit. and So, Utah State, we know, oh, God, that whole situation. Wait, man, the last three years, we know that quarterbacks just not played over there well. You're either hurt. Or something's wrong with them, man. Now, obviously, it's a whole situation this year, and Michigan State doesn't care. Uh, 23 points, 51 on that total, Eric. Uh, so Utah State, uh, Eric, I think that, that they finally might have the team that they thought they could have had three years ago now because they're intact a little bit. Uh, I don't think they're going to be that yeah. intimidated by Michigan State. I agree. Yeah, we know Michigan State's one of the favorites to come out of there, but they're not. I mean, they're fourth or fifth. They're not even like favorite. We know Ohio State's and Wisconsin. Blah, blah, blah. So, I mean, uh, Utah State's yeah. not going to hang with Michigan State at all. Huh? There's no chance. Don't belong here. Mm-hmm. Well,
1: you know, I'm not going to be so bold to say that they're not going to hang with them. I, I think they can <coughs> hang with them, and I think they can hang with them me in too
0: terms of the defense. Yeah. I
1: mean, and that that's what stands out to me. I mean, they got. Look, they have nine starters back in offense, but they also have nine starters back on defense. And, you know, you really look back, look, they're really – I'm thinking over the first three years, I mean, Wells is a heck of a defensive coordinator there. He was basically in his first three years – we know about Utah's D. They've always been tough. They sent plenty of guys to the NFL. I mean, they came up about 339 total yards. Now, look, Loworky is a wild card, man. This kid played up, above and beyond for Michigan State. But really the key to Michigan State last year, and we know this, and we know why they're a dark horse, and we know why everyone's talking about ESPN and blah, 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 and every book you read, it's because that defense, man. So how is Utah State going to score any points and Lansing is beyond me. I don't really care who's back for the offense. I can't imagine doing it, and I think the only way they might do it is on defense because I really actually think – I just – I really do. I mean, the offensive line, okay, have five starters back for Utah State. I think they're going to use that to run the ball, to keep down on mistakes. I think that's going to run the clock. I'm telling you right now that – in my opinion, the linebacking core, the defensive line, the defensive back, they might be down a little notch. I still like the nine starters back on defense. I think this is an underweight and happen. I don't think Utah State's going to score more than two touchdowns here. I don't see Michigan State just running up a score here. I mean, how many points, Rainmaker, do you think I'm putting on the spot, how many points do you think Michigan State's going to score against Utah State at home? Knowing that Lewerke's there, knowing their improved on offense, how many points do you really honestly think Michigan State's going to score against Utah State in the opening game 34.
0: of the year? I, I, 30, 34. 34? 30, 34. Yeah. Wow. Yep, touchdown every quarter. Wow. Couple, touchdown every quarter and a couple field goals, man. I, I, so I don't like that under. You I think you Utah, take? State, Utah State's going to get 17 points, man. I, I think oh, wow. it's, so well, You, I mean, you
1: yeah. think Vegas is right on the money here You well, think Vegas right. is right on the money here
0: Isn't that amazing? Yeah, I apparently guess you think 51, you just think it? it's going to wow.
1: come I do I think
0: oh, you yeah, just going to be able to find know. a way to I do
1: Yeah, you know, but once again Once again I tend to agree with you there And it's at <laughs> that 23.5 mark That is buy-up uh, 24 24 and a half. A but that is not the game I'm going to add on. That is not the game I'm going to add on <laughs> to my two-gamer. Instead, I'm going to take the under. I think Utah oh, okay. State's actually going to hold them to 31. I think they're going to be lucky to get 14, 31-14, okay. 48, 45, 40-something wow. 40 wow. in there. I think 50 is too wow. much.
0: Okay. I
1: don't think Michigan State's going to find a way to score 34 points. Nevertheless, I you're right on the money there. I'm just gonna freaking save it to the under. I like the under. In yeah. Utah State, Atlanta. Yeah. Oh boy. And we'll be wild
0: I like to be like over, man, so that's nice to have a little rivalry between you and I there. I guess we'll talk some smack on uh Friday. When that's when uh oh, yeah. man, that'd be cool. We'll both could be, we'll both be watching that I'm sure. And uh man, let's go back out west a little bit more. A little bit further out west, man, because we have ourselves a, another double digit line there, forty nine on the total because San Diego State and Stanford Playing football, <laughs> baby. <laughs> My ah, God, man! Now you, are, <laughs> I'm looking forward to this. If you're not looking forward oh, you're going to this, it's different. Man, ah, you run the ball, run the ball, run the ball, run the ball. I mean, oh, what, what the hell's gonna happen? Sorry, what's gonna happen there? Well, you hand the ball off. Yeah, there he goes. Hand the ball off. Yeah, there he goes. What? The, even with Chapman back, and even with yeah. Okay, love, love. And more than uh, yeah. tore them up last year. I, 180, 185 yards, two touchdowns last year. I know yeah, the game doesn't reflect carries. that. We 20 yeah. to 17. Yeah, I mean the yeah, score yeah, like, was obviously better. low three point six yards of carry
1: uh, uh, and had 180 <laughs> yards or something. I mean, tore them up, man. Yeah. Yeah, pick their. But luckily, the problem is they lost. That's the problem. <laughs> the problem is San Diego State held them to 17 points, and Stanford lost to San Diego State. <laughs> Love had, like, 50 carries for, like, 2.9 yards a carry. And, of course, yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, he, he 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 did really well with the numbers. It was love to the left, love to the right, love up the middle. It's going to be the same. But here's what I told you earlier today. I yeah. think Stanford's going to be sneaky strong in the passing game. I really do. I think they have some experienced receivers. I think this Costello kid is improved. I think they're going, going to happen? be more balanced save Love for the NFL to a little bit. They're going to have to be. I think we know Stanford's brutal. They're awesome. But here's where I want to throw the parlay land. I 49, 48 and a half, 49 and a half on some of the lines. There's no way. San Diego State's defense is too good. They were amazing last year. They held Stanford to 17 points. Love can get all the yardage he wants. Costello's going to do his thing. But I just don't see how San Diego State and Mr. Chapman Senior and all and all this stuff and all this with a new running back over there. I know. I know. Uh, he's not Richard Penny, but he's supposed oh, to be Rashard Penny.
0: Juwan, not against man, that Juwan's defense. He's pretty not. Pretty good.
1: <laughs> I'm sure he is, but not against Stanford's defense. These two defenses are very talented. I yeah. like Stanford. I like Stanford here. If you can get that under 14 – I don't know if that's going to happen. We always think dogs. So I'm not touching it. It's Instead, 14. I'm buying that up. I'm buying it up to over the 50-point mark, and I'm taking the it. I just – Wow. Fine. No matter what it is, I, I think the two defenses are the best. Last year, they had a total of 37 points. And that was with Rashard Penny on the field and Mr. Love on the field. Now, one of them's gone, and – I understand that Stanford's much improved in the wide receiver slots, but no. I think San Diego State is for real. I think this is one of the top Mountain West defenses. Again, they've always yep. been traditionally tough. They play the Pac-12 yep. tough. I like, them to, I like them to keep this low scoring, but I just don't think they're going to find a way to score points on Stanford, man. I just hope for a, not a lot of mistakes. And with all the runs that I think we're going to see in this game on San Diego State side, I think he's going to chew the clock up. Three yards of cloud of dust. I like the under.
0: Wow. Wow, man. I, I like seeing Diego State to kind of cover there, too, man. I guess the dog in me is kind of barking with Chapman and uh, Juwan Washington running that ball over there. <laughs> man, that defense. Like, hi, man. I'm, I, my name's Rocky Long, and if you want to come up with some kind of defensive scheme, dude, guess who I'll put on. the, I'll put Rocky Long up against, oh, my goodness, dude. How many other defensive coordinators would you like to put up against Rocky Long's defense, dude? Because, Hello. <laughs> man, we just saw it. Even though Mr. Love did have a decent day when they met last time. I, what was the score of that game again, Eric? Yeah. So, yeah. you want to give Okay. Huh?
1: Man. Yeah, I don't blame you. Sorry, I, I, I,
0: yeah. Nagle,
1: Rocky Long is amazing. Man. Thank you. And just, the, just every year, in and out, man. they throw athletes at the defense with a strong running game and a quarterback who doesn't make mistakes. It spells unders. Yeah. I understand Stanford is going to have a better offense this year. I think they are a total sleeper team. Everyone's talking about Washington running away with this thing, but we all know—I wouldn't say running away with this thing—but everyone's expecting a down year from UCLA, another down year from USC with the quarterback uh, departures, uh, maybe a little rise in Oregon that. over there. We'll yeah. have to see about all that. But now, I, you know—would yeah. you ever can't count Stanford out of anything? It's kind of like the Utes Why would you ever count Stanford or Utah Out of
0: anything I mean you San Diego State defense. 14 points too, Eric You win it one last time That's you won what I'm saying. And <laughs> San Diego State 14 points
1: That's what I'm saying Of all the Mountain <laughs> yeah. West teams and all the Mountain West football We watch three our whole life Which team in the Mountain West, West mimics Stanford
0: and Utah in San Diego State it is I mean, man That's what I'm saying but, uh, Okay Yeah, I'm going to take it, man I like it And, uh You know, I really, uh, Western Kentucky-Wisconsin game's tough. Obviously, the two receivers are suspended over there with (laughs) Texas and And, Necon. Man, uh, that's a strange game. 35 points for Wisconsin being favorite at home. Uh, Western Kentucky, the Hilltoppers just can't compete with Wisconsin, I guess, man. Uh, Amazing where that went. Uh, Man, if you would have told me like two years ago that Western Kentucky was going to get 35 points against anybody, I'd be like, Oh, God, give me that all day. But, uh, man, I, I guess that's not the situation this year. Because 35 is a lot, Merrick. Uh, and, and the Hilltoppers just obviously are not expected to be what they have been. Uh, 35 points, Eric, that's a lot. And 52 on right. the lose, total. Losing so. all that production.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah and losing yeah. all that production at the quarterback spot
0: is brutal.
1: Man. You know, cool. it's going to be – it's all about Furby. And, you know, let's just not forget that Wisconsin is going to sport not only one of the best offensive line, if not the best offensive line, with the yeah. best freshman that's, yeah, that's hit in quite a while. So they're going to yeah. control the clock over there unless the kid's his 70-yard runs because I'm scared about the, uh, the Western Kentucky defense here. But losing that experience at senior quarterback spot, going against that freaking defense over there in that maddening stadium, I just am scared how many points Western Kentucky is not going to put up and that's what scares yeah. me about that thirty-five point line, man. I, I mean, how many points Nothing do you from think Eccles? Western Kentucky's? Nothing Arizona? from Echols.
0: Ten? Ah, man, I'm not thinking that Echols and 13? Furby are both going to be shut down together. Why only ten? Because it's a Wisconsin Badger defense. Ten points? Huh? Uh, yeah. I get everybody. I, Eric, I get everybody's gone, man. I know there's a handful of guys back on that offense, but but uh, um, two of them are Echols and Furby. Uh, okay. I, uh man. <laughs> at least I think we'll keep games this year at 35 points, Eric. What? what? I'm not I'm not about to just lay 35 points in Wisconsin because I think they're going to just walk all over them without two of their star receivers who are expected to be there. Me neither. Uh, you know, obviously there's more controversy than that, too. It's not just those two. Just, there's a lot going on over there, man. Uh, how much yeah. into everyone's head that's yeah. getting, I don't know yet. Uh, we'll find out later. I guess as Big Ten play gets underway, if they're still together, then we'll know. But uh, <laughs> you know, man I I, yeah. man, I I can't touch any play in that game, Eric. I mean, I can't touch 35 and 52. I, I just I can't. Yeah. Me um, Army Duke, man. Me Army neither. Duke, I can't Duke touch is laying 13. No, yeah, no. Duke Duke is laying 13, man. At 45 on that total because Duke's defense is going to be pretty damn good, and Army's obviously lost. Oh man, you can't let that happen. I mean, not that they have to do anything about it, because he's obviously a senior. He's done. But, wow, man, Army, how do you replace that quarterback, man? (laughs) I think Army's going to have a little bit of an uphill battle coming up against Duke, number one, number ACC defense like this. But, yeah, Army's replacing him is going to be impossible.
1: Oh, I mean, come on. (laughs) You have got (laughs) to be kidding (laughs) me. Quarterback spot is everything. Everything. Uh, he ran the whole that, seven touchdowns and, four that yards offense. and passed for 76 last year. Good luck God. to fill Mr. Bradshaw's shoes at quarterback. Yeah. Now, they can, rely on some, they can rely on some running backs over there. I mean, they have, a but that's all Army does. We know that. They are one-dimensional. What I like is that the Black Knights defense gave up at least 28 points in three of its last six games last season. But they're gonna. They have Mr. James back over there. 103 tackles, five sacks. I think Army's defense plays pretty well. They beat Duke last year, and you hit the nail on the head, man. That Duke linebacking core is amazing. They probably are the ACC's best. And if you want to stop Arguably. the run, you need guys that are going to fill the holes. And I'll take Duke's core against with anybody in the nation to do that. I don't see many points here, man. I I understand Duke can find a way to score some points here. I mean, okay, I get that. But, I mean, 30 touchdowns and 20 picks in his career. I Jones needs to figure out some stuff. But, hey, he's got seniors, TJ Ramming. We know Mr. 65 catches, almost 800 yards last year. Jonathan Lloyd's back with almost 40 catches, almost 400 yards. Chris Taylor's back, and they have some impressive freshmen, too. So we'll see how all this works. But either way, this adds up to me as a defensive battle here. I'm going to stay away from that 13-and-a-half. I think Duke could beat them by two scores. I think because of the turnovers, because of the quarterback position at Army, too many – I mean, there could be three fumbles for Army in this game. How many times do you watch Navy and Army fumble when they lose football games? Three fumbles a game sometimes. Hey, we haven't seen that in Army last year. That's why they won the commander in Chief Trophy. That's because of Mr. Bradshaw. Now we got this young kid, Mr. Hopkins, from Charlotte, North Carolina, with seven That's runs cool. last year. I don't like yeah, it. Walker's I don't like play quarterback it.
0: I don't too, like it. Walker's going to play that? quarterback, too, man. I guess you're talking about uh, – we saw Walker in the spring game, man. I, he, was, he played quarterback for them, too. I guess they're going to be putting in packages for Walker to be doing all sorts of shit in that backfield, man. I mean, all sorts of stuff. <laughs> so well, it know, makes sense I mean, Cal did rush for 6'29 to, Well, too, they have all four, four other guys in that backfield They're back, where well, they have like 2,000 yards between them, too? Oh, My God, man, all four oh, of them yeah. are back So, yeah it all starts, if it, I agree I agree all, with you
1: But the problem is, is The quarterbacks are first to touch the ball Like always in football But in that system, yeah. that triple option system It's about decisions, when to toss the ball, when to hand the ball, when to keep the ball, when to, you know, especially when you're out on the sides over there, one toss goes awry. It's off the back of someone's hands. I don't like it. I don't see points in this game, my friend. I really don't. I understand Mm -hmm. it's a 45 and a half, and it tries to be crazy. Because it's so low, because it's so low, I don't like it. But once again, and I'm sure all the listeners, by the time of the end of the year, are going to say, what the hell? Is Eric DeHaan thinking, with all these unders, the first show of the season, but if man. you're going to put my foot to the fire on a 46, then you could put my foot to the fire on a 45.5. I'm taking the Army Duke under like last year. I don't like it. I don't think there's going to be enough points. If they're going to come, they're going to probably come from Duke. I am that impressed with that defensive core. I like the under.
0: my. Favorite. Yeah, man. Yeah, man, yeah. All right, uh, you know what, man, let's get everybody out of here, because, uh, wow, I mean, you and I have been going at it for a while here, and you definitely want to save a little stuff for Saturday, because um, in case you haven't noticed, yowza, you know, they call it madness in college basketball, Eric. Uh, we call it madness in college football, too, lads. <laughs> I mean, so oh, many games wow. on Saturday. Right, man, I man, I can't wait to hear And then, of course, your game, LSU and Miami on uh, Sunday, man. I'm so tired. Oh, boy. And, uh, <laughs> And uh, oh, Virginia Tech, Florida State. <laughs> yeah, Virginia Tech, Florida State, too, man, on the third. So, yeah, what a way to wrap up that wrap it up that week, man. It's a crazy way to wrap up the oh. week. It's a lot of fun. Lot yeah, of fun Mississippi,
1: Texas Tech. Are they going to ever stop scoring oh. over there? Or should we just call it right now?
0: <laughs> I think should we just call scored. it right now? They already scored 7-0. I, 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 seriously.
1: <laughs> should we just call that <laughs> it's right seven now?
0: 7-0, man. Yeah, and that West Virginia. And how Virginia about Tennessee you, guys Coming off that 63
1: oh, gets to go play Boston College. Uh, that's going to be fun. West Virginia, Time to Tennessee come back to
0: Earth. West, West Virginia. Yeah, Tennessee. <laughs> hey,
1: Washington
0: Auburn. Uh, Hello. Uh, North, North Carolina Auburn. Our favorite Cal. to win the Pac 12
1: gets Auburn. I
0: Craziness, dude. We have so much stuff to discuss. Boys, you Troy. Boise State, enjoy.
1: Michigan, Notre Dame,
0: Cincinnati, UCLA. We can, we're going to be able to go up and down this list tomorrow. So, yeah. You know, I hope, hope anybody out there enjoyed hey, our Jimmy, show tonight. Uh, man, saying. oh, yeah. yeah we Twilight State's loaded, too, man. Uh, obviously, loaded. Uh, loaded, there. They're going to be pretty good. A lot of people are already calling for them to be right in that final four dance because the ACC's, well, the A C C so we'll see what happens over there, man. But uh yeah, Eric, let's get everybody out of here, man. We got another big show tomorrow. Of course, join us once again. We're gonna be breaking out all the Saturday games and those two uh, extra Sunday and Monday games on the show. And we're back, man. Eric and EJ are back. Uh, man, what's for you? Year four on the air for us, man. Yeah, I hope you're looking I hope everyone's looking forward to another winning competition of year for us, man. Team totals totals, size, what do you need, man? We have it all, right, Eric man?
1: And all I've got to say is I cannot wait to continue to do this all year, give all the listeners all the information we can absorb and regurgitate it out, let them yep. figure it out for themselves. We're just here to help. Yep. It's so tough to beat Vegas at their lines. We both know if you pick 55%, you're doing so well. No matter what people try to bluff and say online or whatever they talk, we I know. know for a fact that's the way. If we can get somebody to 60%, 60-some percent, then I'm going to yeah. leave it to you because that means we had them take
0: it down. They had to take it down and they made it to the lane, so yeah. <laughs> All right, man. Eric, I'll talk to you tomorrow, my friend, and uh, of course, this is Sports Belushi Radio NCAA football show, and uh, man, I will be back uh, Wednesday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Tuesday will be our wrap-up show. We we'll take some live callers if anybody wants to call in. And Wednesday, of course, will be our big show for the weekend. So, All right, man. Eric, we're out of here, man. Let's let the music play and make it rain, sir. Take it down. <laughs>